Hi, Touchpoint fam. It's me, Jared. I know it's been a long time since we've caught up. I've spent the last year working on a book with Audible called The Magic of Tiny Moments. It's about all that I've learned from chatting with over 5,000 of you from all around the world about the ways we cultivate connection with ourselves, our loved ones, and our communities. It will come out toward the end of this year. Anyway, we're obviously in the midst of a real crisis of connection right now. We have been told to socially distance ourselves, to steer clear of each other, to hunker down in our homes, to avoid physical touch. And so our need for human connection has never been greater. That's why in response, I've decided to host a virtual daily Touchpoint Town Hall every night at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the foreseeable future. Anyone can join, the space is totally free. Many will share, but most will listen. It's a space where we can see other faces, hear other voices and feel more connected, especially during this moment where we need to experience human touch more deeply and more consistently than ever before. We are recording the conversations and then sharing them each day as podcast episodes. Think of it kind of like a radio show with callers from all over the world sharing the stories of their social distancing experiences and more. So far, people have joined us from Italy, Australia, Mexico, Germany, the UK, Canada, Brazil, and from coast to coast in the USA. I'm not sure what to expect from this experience. Touchpoint has always been an experiment in human connection and conversation. This is the first episode of our new format, a daily virtual town hall about human connection. Remember, you can join us live every night at 6 p.m. Eastern at lovetouchpoint.com slash online. Again, you can join us every night at 6 p.m. Eastern live. You can be there in the town hall just by logging into lovetouchpoint.com slash online. Thanks for being here with us. I hope you'll join us live sometime soon. Here we go. Hi, I think you're on mute. Hold on. Hi, how do I say, is it, how do I say, is it Nazinga? Yes, perfect. Oh my God, that's such a great name. Hi, Jared, good to meet you. Good to meet you. Where are you right now? I'm in Bed-Stuy. Oh, you're in Bed-Stuy. How are you feeling? I'm good. I feel good. I work yeah. from home, so this is just like a bit more intense than usual. But Yeah. Yeah, what do you do? Um, I work for various like vegan companies. You work for various vegan companies? Yeah. Okay. What are you like a designer or a... Um, no. So one is uh, like coaching like other people to go vegan. Uh, one is um, it's oh. a vegan meal planner. So like recipe wow. testing. Oh my God. Nizinga, I'm so happy you're here. Oh, good. Thanks for having me. You're the host of this, right? Yeah, I am. Thank you for having yeah, it. Of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. I'm happy you're here. Um, how did you find out? How did you find this space? So I had, you had some contest and I won tickets to one of your in-person things. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Well, it must have been a while ago. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe last year. Okay. All right, um, cool. 
and yeah, and I couldn't make it, but I've still been on the email list. So when I saw okay. that, yeah, let me check it out. Oh my god! Well, thank God you're here. How are you feeling? Do you are you alone? Do you live alone? Do you have roommates? Oh yeah. So um, it's okay. It's yeah. It's a little lonely, but hence why I'm here. So yeah. When was the last time you were you were with another human being? Um, what's today? Friday. Saturday, I think. So it's been a bit. Yeah, it's been a little bit. How's it feeling? Yeah. Um, a lot of FaceTime with loved ones. Um, so that helps. Yeah. I'm very tempted to get together with someone today, but I'm not going to do that. Um, but yeah, it's all right. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So, so have you been? Have you been? Uh, have you been working more or less as a result of being at home? I've been um, working about the same. I've been meditating a lot more. I've been reading a lot more. I've been cooking a lot more. So that's been yeah. really good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right, cool. Well, I'm yeah. glad you're here. Thank, thank God you're here. It's good to yes, see you. Yes, definitely. Yes. Uh, yes. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Hi, Carol. Is it Caroline or Carolyn? Which Caroline. one? Caroline. Okay. Hi, Caroline. Hey, where, where are you in the world? In L.A. You're in LA. Oh my God. So how is it feeling in LA? You guys are locked down now. Yeah. That's locked what, down. Yeah, locked what does down. being locked down mean? Uh, can only leave the house for emergencies, um, grocery shopping, uh, bank and pharmacy. So wow. yeah. And how's it feeling? Um, how do I do this? It feels, it feels like, an invitation to reinvent like just like okay well what i was doing can't exist anymore it doesn't work it can't work um so yeah i'm i'm kind of going in between being like intentional and like okay i want to use this time and also being gentle with myself yeah. and not being, like too intense and being like okay i'm gonna like detox and like do all these things because i'm home and i'm not you know being out in the world like i just want to just yeah compliment. you think yeah i mean some people you know i know that there's this meme going around that uh shakespeare wrote king lear while he was uh quarantined and uh you know <laughs> isaac newton discovered calculus i'm like you know i don't know if i'm gonna do either of those types of things well you know if i do that would be sick you know i'd be super excited about that but um i think that there's you know we want to run it. We want to rush into like hyper productive mode and we can watch like, uh, what do they call it? Hustle porn where it's just like, all right, now's the time. Now's the time. Quick. We've got a couple months. Reinvent yourself. Think of your online offering, right? It's just like, Holy smokes. Um, are you, are you, um, are you, uh, are you alone? Do you live with roommates? Do you live with a partner? I have, uh, I have a quarantine boyfriend. Okay, so uh, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. It's a new uh, wonderful what, idea. <laughs> could you could you give us a little context around a quarantine boyfriend? Yeah, because I haven't yeah, heard that one yet. This is only our third time doing this, so I have lot to hear. But what is a quarantine boyfriend? Is he there with you now? He's on actually. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm. Um, 
I don't know. I'm clearly. Oh, there he is. <laughs> oh my God. Hi. How are you? I'm the quarantine boyfriend. Oh my God. Great. You can leave your video on if you want. We'd like to see your, re we'd like to see your facial expressions while she's sharing, you know? Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. So tell me about, uh, tell me about, um, tell me about your relationship. Well, oh wow! Do I do I do I have permission to share about our relationship? Oh good. Yeah, I mean, I, I have no, I have, I have no problems. My Zoom is being weird, so I, it's not staying on. So otherwise, I you would. Can be. Come in the other room with me and be on mine if you want to. Oh my god, that'd be great. Are you guys quarantining from each other? No, no. no. Okay, you're just no. you're just on separate. Okay, this you're is just on this separate, is great. separate accounts. Yeah, I love it. Gotta maintain autonomy, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, so wait, so um, all right, so it sounds like he said yes. So what's going on, Caroline? What is this? What? What? Tell us about your quarantine boyfriend relationship. Yeah. We uh we also uh have a plumber here because our hot water heater broke. It's all happening at the same time. Oh man, so, yeah. Okay. So, so okay, so um. Here's the story. We are really good friends that had like toyed with the idea of dating for a while. Then we're like, no, we're not going to do that. But we're, we like have so much fun together and we travel together. Like, you know, we went, we went to Cuba together earlier this year. And so we have a lot of fun. And, um, and then, so we've gone through seasons of our friendship where, where it's like, there, there are seasons where there is no sex. There are seasons where there is sex. And then now that, we can't go anywhere, but we really like hanging out with each other and we are very intentional and we have really great communication and we know each other really well. So like, you know, we get up in the morning and we meditate for a half hour first thing. Like we, you know, we have like a flow of life that works and we, um, we know how to ask for what we want and need from each other. Like, Hey, I need space. Hey, I need more of this. Hey, I need less that. And so it was like, Oh, let's just, that's a work in progress. Just FYI. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a working progress, but we were like, let's let's quarantine together. So that's okay. what we're doing. And so far, we're both still alive. Um, we haven't seen anyone else except the plumber. And this is now day five. So. Wow. Okay. And you guys still like each other? We still like each other. There's contention about how <laughs> how much sex we have and don't have. Okay. Um, great. I mean, yes. listen, this mm -hmm. is. Uh, Super, super interesting. Uh, and and what is the point of contention around that? I want, I want more. He wants less. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. So, how do I pronounce your name, my friend? Um, my, mine is Gautam. Gautam. Okay. Wonderful. So, Gautam. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'm so blessed that you guys are both here where you know we're all sitting here you know everybody's all alone in our homes uh you know this feels like this is going to be a really interesting conversation so galdam what what is uh what's what's going on she wants to have more sex you you don't want to have as much sex what what's going on you guys are are quarantined together but talk to us tell us how you're feeling uh, how, how much of your story can i share to get late context caroline <laughs> Um, you can share whatever you, is this getting recorded? Is this being shared? Uh, it is, it is currently being recorded. Yes. Is it going to be shared like publicly <laughs> anywhere? You know, so we, so we've had a number of people who have requested that they would like to listen to it. Um, if, okay. if right now we don't have, I mean, you haven't shared your full names. If you don't want this 
part of this thing shared or distributed, then you know we don't have to. We haven't really made any calls on whether or not this would be something we would share. We've had a lot of people who want to hear the stories of other people and, and know what's going on, and you know, while okay. we're alone. So, so that's well, it. It's all, it's all a work in progress. So you can you can let me know, and we'll figure out how to navigate all this together collectively. You know, as as we keep doing this every night. Love it. Yeah. Um, well, I I um, I'm fine with you sharing whatever you want about me and you just know other people or their names or circumstances. Love this. Yeah. We're, we're all okay. getting a front row seat to these two people working out their consent. This is great. Mm. We're, we're all here. Okay. This is great. I mean, this is, you never know what you're going to get. 6 p.m. Eastern yeah. Standard. Here we go. Okay. So Galdam, what's going on? <laughs> oh, God. So, so to lay some context, so Caroline's coming from a, a, a long relationship, a long monogamous relationship where um, there was probably a, like a lack of alignment on, uh, on just like desire and, and, and sexual, you know, interests. So I would say it's in many ways coming from a, coming from a desert in some ways to be dramatic with the, with the, you know, a description and I'm coming from um, a long, you know, very like a very single life. You know, I very intentionally choose when I date or when I don't date, very like living on my own versus she's, she, her context is partnership. So it's been interesting. Um, I would say there's definitely a difference in our, she's in a phase of exploring and honoring her body and wanting to express sexual desire freely and fully whenever it arises. I went through that in my early 20s. So I'm more in like, how do I um, express desire, but also um, be intentional with it and, and use the energy that, you know, sexual energy and creative energy are linked and use it intentionally in other areas. So it's pretty much we've been having a conversation which has, is, is in, is in, um, which is in, which is an open conversation about how often do we want to have sex and how do we want to approach it? And so I've been of the idea that what about intentional sex with the same way you like schedule time to work out or go to the gym we create a container for sex to fully drop in um, versus just engaging in it with every spontaneous expression because uh, all we do would then be eat sleep and have sex well so so, so this is great i love that you guys are bringing this you know you're 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 uh, navigating it sounds like even though you've known each other a while it feels like you know you're uh, you're navigating a new relationship uh, in a very. Uh, there we go. Okay, um, you're navigating a new relationship um, under pretty extreme circumstances. <laughs> uh, so uh, just uh, just as we have like lots of other people here now. Um, is anybody else here navigating possibly a new relationship under these extreme circumstances? Maybe you just met somebody or maybe like it, it doesn't even need to necessarily be a romantic relationship, but just like a friendship or, or something in which like, you know, the, the current crisis has made the, has put, you know, has, has changed the context of the relationship a little bit. Anybody else? You'd have to raise your hand so I could see you if not. Okay. Hi, Anne, but I don't have video. Oh my God. Hi, Anne. Hi, you don't have video? I don't know how to do it. Oh man, you know, hold on, let me see. <laughs> um, interesting, are you on your phone or are you on? I'm on a laptop, 
and I see where it says start video, but nothing happens when I right, So it. if you click, yeah, if you click, if you click the button that just says start video, nothing, nothing turns on? No. Anne, but I'll be okay. a voice and tell my roommate. All right. Me. Well, Anne, uh, Anne, okay. Well, thank God, thank God you're here, Anne. So, what's going on with you? What's going? What's? How's your quarantine? It's fun, uh, of course. Other than all the horrible stuff happening. Okay. But Where are you in the world, Anne? I'm in Nebraska. Nebraska. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> so we're moving from our our new lovers in LA to Anne in Nebraska. <laughs> Uh, and what's going on? How, how's your quarantine? Talk to us. Um, I met a boy last Friday when people were still figuring out how serious this was. Okay. And then it was that new, like, Ooh, are we going to talk again? And then a couple of days later, it was just the start of a relationship. Like how serious are we taking this? Are we going to meet up? And now we're just planning very childish dates. Like, hanging out on opposite sides of the street and listening to the same podcast and stuff. So it's very like juvenile, but kind of cute. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Okay. So you're meeting, can we, can we talk a little bit about the opposite side of the street date? Um, it hasn't happened yet. It's happening oh. tomorrow. Okay. All right. Great. Great. But have you, you've started listening to the same podcasts and talking about them or is there a lot of FaceTime right now? No, mostly just, uh, texting back and forth. So theirs is kind of more interesting, but I'm, I'm just adding that I'm starting the new relationship in the quarantine. Oh too. my God. Okay. And you said you have a roommate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so how's, how's the, how's it going with the roommate being in quarantine together? Uh, it's pretty easy. We both are self-employed. So we're home a lot together already. Yeah. And our houses, large houses, are pretty cheap in Nebraska. So we have a five-bedroom house with three people, and it's only her and I right now. So we have plenty of space to barely interact if we don't want to. But then yeah. we join all the live concerts together and pretend we're somewhere. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. And uh, where are you in Nebraska? Omaha. Oh, you know, you know, so I spent some good time over the summer. I drove from Seattle to Miami over the summer and I stayed in small towns across America. And one of those towns was uh, Benson. Oh, in uh, Omaha. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right in Omaha. I stayed in Benson. I, I, I had some good moments at uh, Hardy's coffee. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you're familiar. Um, so I love it. I love it. there. really good people. Great, great town. Um, Me too. I just moved here and I'm loving it. And where did you move from? From LA. Oh, okay, great. You know, you're well here. See, you know, it's the LA. The LA is is not too far away in your heart. So, so Anne. So, so um, have you found any any? You know, it sounds like you have this new budding romance. You guys met at a very interesting time. Um, what about connection with your family? Where is your family? Um, I only have a brother left. Everybody else has passed, and. He is here, and so I moved here to help him, and he's doing all right, except for he's a financial advisor, and so with the whole stock market, he's been pretty on it. <laughs> yeah, and when you say you moved to help him, what, what, do you mind going into that a little? No, um, I moved to Nebraska because my mom passed, and so we had to sell her house, and he had was pregnant, or his wife was pregnant with her third kid, and so we just... I moved here to help him with that and help sell my mom's house and do everything. And then, as you said, it's pretty, it's a pretty cool town, Omaha and Benson. Yeah. So I've been here for seven months and I have no idea when I'll leave. Wow. 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 Well, your brother's very lucky that, uh, <laughs> that he's got such a good sister. 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's good. So, and, and how is he doing? What's his quarantine been like? Um, he goes into the office every day. And again, it's, he's, all of his clients are losing all their money in the stock market. So that's pretty scary and nobody knows the outcome of it. So he can't use like history, like, oh, this will bounce back and he can only hope. And yeah, it's just, yeah, losing everybody's retirement and their income is not a fun place to be. So I don't envy him. Mm. Oh, well, and we, we, we hope that you'll continue to join us here. Uh, you know, keep us posted on the future of your uh, budding romance. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so grateful that you shared with us. Um, uh, I see, is it, is it uh, this Carol, can you hear me? Yes. Hi, hi, how are you? Where are you? I'm in San Francisco. I'm in um, San Francisco, okay. Yeah, um, I've really enjoyed your podcast, and I noticed, yeah, you're holding these town halls. Like, oh, I would love to join <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty cool, you know. It's, it's pretty cool to see people's faces and, and hear their voices and know their stories and, uh, and for us to have a space. <laughs> sure, no worries. So you're in San Francisco, and, and how's your how's – your, your experience been with this with this crisis that we're going through well um i yeah i think um, i have some latent uh stress still from it and i um it's kind of showing up in different ways but overall i've been trying to be pretty calm um i think people are really just starting today to really understand the whole distancing on the streets mm. people are congregating a lot um and yeah, interestingly, I've also been the beginning of, um, you know, some relationships, uh, I guess, <laughs> like trying to date while Corona is happening is just really What is that like? Why don't you, can you tell us a little bit about what dating's like in the time of Corona? Yeah. Um, you know, one date I had to postpone because it was like we, we had agreed to eat at this di- at this restaurant, then the restaurant closed, and, you know, then it was only available for takeout. So we thought, okay, we'll do takeout. But then I was like, I'm just going to go straight to someone's home and have takeout on a first date. <laughs> right. <laughs> Too much. Right. <laughs> and so then we, we postponed that one. Um, another person who I'm seeing, like I saw for the second time, was very interesting. Yesterday we met up for a supermarket run. <laughs> And we all tried to, we were really good. We maintained our six feet um, and then we had a snack um, and then we were shooed away because uh, we got takeout kind of, and they said you can't dine in, you know, right. kind of like a shuttered mall. Um, so when so you did that, if you might, or do you have gloves? Do you have masks? What sort of preventative measures <laughs> do you have when you go out there, if any? I did wear gloves um, and uh, I had my mask with me, which I didn't feel compelled to, to wear. Um, mm. But actually, I did wear it later in the supermarket because there were several small corners and more people were congregating. And it's like a specialty um, supermarket, so it's not like a big space. Right. But that was an interesting experience. Okay, yeah. <laughs> supermarket right. date. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, and so, and so, but you're still going out. You're still seeing people in the flesh. That's still part of your day-to-day currently or not really i do have a dog i'm so grateful for him because like can my- we see can we see your dog oh gosh we're yes, only three yeah. days into this but we're already starting to develop a bit of a tradition <laughs> of people holding up their animals sure sure we'll come back to carol in a second 
Um, let's see. We have Leslie. Hi, Leslie. Hi. Hi, Leslie. So how are you? Where are you? I'm south of Carroll. I'm in San Jose. Oh, my God. Okay. And, <laughs> and how is San Jose right now? Um, so we've been in lockdown like San Francisco since really Tuesday, Monday, mm -hmm. Tuesday. Um, so we can go out just for, you know, essentials, but we can do, we can walk, we can go hike, but you still have to, you know, maintain the six feet. Um, which is kind of interesting because I think going through all this, it's like continuing to learn like boundaries because everybody's boundaries are different with it, even though it says like six feet, um, and not congregating. Um, I let, I go run and I hike and I usually do that Tuesdays, Thursday mornings. Mm -hmm. And a friend that I usually do that with, she's like, Hey, are you guys meeting up tomorrow? If so, I'll invite. And there was like this list of like five other people. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm not comfortable with that. So I'm going to go on a different trail. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and weird because it, I felt like the party pooper and I'm like, this is for my sanity. And that doesn't feel sane to me to right now. When normally I'd be like, yeah, invite them, bring them over. Um, so yeah. really kind of a strange feeling mm. around that. What is that feeling? What is that strange feeling? Well, number one, I think it's having to set boundaries where I've never had to set them before. Um, and feeling, um, I guess, just in a state of like, wow, this is like the new normal and I need to pay attention to what I'm comfortable with and what I'm not. Yeah. And, and uh, do you live with anybody? No, I live by myself. And so having to draw those kinds of boundaries right now must be pretty challenging considering you're, you're alone in your home to have somebody, right. you know. So what does that feel like? What's that experience been like? To be by myself. Yeah. And then also to have like the discipline and the boundary to say like, God, like I have like a human like sense of touch that like needs to be, you know, right. like we, we do, we need that biologically where we're hardwired to want to be, to share spaces and to have right. skin to skin contact. You know, somebody in one of our town halls a year and a half ago, she had, she shared a poem with us about what she called skin starvation. And it's not even, it's not that. even, yeah. Oh, you, you remember? Okay. I've, yeah. So yeah I've listened to you for a long time. So I'm oh, great awesome to be here. Yeah. So somebody shared about that, you know, and, and I think that it's really so profound, this idea that like, we don't even, what we're not conscious of, you know, are talking about going conscious of our boundaries, like even just conscious of touch and not sexual touch or anything like that. Just like when we shake a hand with a barista in a cafe or, or, you know, somebody, if we drop something and somebody picks it up and they hand it to us and like just being in an office with somebody and giving a hug to somebody on their way out, like those types of moments. And so I guess having to draw a boundary, like a hard boundary like that, when you're not experiencing that kind of touch, I guess, like, what is that, what does that feel like? Well, it'll be more interesting because this evening I'm going to go with a friend on a hike and we're going to oh. keep our distance mm -hmm. and it'll be, it'll be difficult to not hug her because I know she lives by herself. I know she's mm. been, fear has come up a lot for her and, you know, she's called me and reached out and so it'll be hard to not hug her. Yeah. But I'm pretty clear, like with what I need to do. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, I had an experience today. I have a friend who's been, who's been in isolation. He's been by himself for the last like six days. He hasn't, you know, I FaceTimed him probably two to three times a day. And um, he's been trying to figure out whether he should fly home. His family is in Hawaii. And, uh, you know, he made the decision today to say, like, I think that I have to go home. I think I really have to be amongst my family right now. I, I can't, I can't be alone. And he booked a, fl- a plane ticket. And I happened to have some masks here. And I was like, well, if you're going to get on a plane, you have to have a mask. And so you just have to come by. And I haven't seen a friend in a while. And so he's downstairs and I just love him so much, you know, and he was downstairs and I came down, I had my gloves on, I handed him the mask, he kept his distance. And like, I almost just cried looking at him and being like, I can't believe that I can't give you a hug right now. Um, yeah. I think that it's just such a moment. It's such a thing that we take for granted, you know, like that we just take these things for granted. And like, there's the, our, our, our need, our real deep, deep, you know, primordial need to just touch and to feel touched and to feel connected. And it was really, it was a challenging moment and, um, it brought up a lot for me. And so, uh, you know, I, am really grateful for your share. I hope that you have the best hike. Thank you. <laughs> Actually, you just, I think like she and I will probably have a really good cry. <laughs> yeah, totally. Which is great. You know, we need to have those shared moments as well. That's, that's really great. Um, yeah. Thank There's, you. Yeah. Can I thank- share a couple of other things? Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, sure. Like, keep going. Leslie, here we go. <laughs> so, you know, like I made a decision a couple of weeks ago. So my parents, I could drive to see my parents. Like, they're about four, three and a half, four hours away. <laughs> but they're both, like, in a category of at risk. You know, my dad's diabetic and he's in his 80s and my mom's not far behind him. And I'm like, nope. I told my brother, like, we can't go there for a while. Like just, you just have to, I don't feel like I can risk in case I have it, mm-hmm. like taking it to them. Cause I just, don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of my mom's brothers passed away last week. And so now it's like, when will there be a service? Like, what does that look like? And wow. so just, like, what is that like? But what, what, so he passed away. So what is the conversation around that? What, what are, what are they doing about, you know, they said there's no funerals or weddings, right? Well, so, right. So what does that mean? What does that look like? I don't even know. I mean, my mom and then one of my aunts sent an email to the family cause it was a pretty big extended family. And so it was really informing everyone of his death and then saying, you know, basically stay tuned for, we don't know like what this looks like or how this will play out as far as, you know, celebration of life. Mm. Um, so, and I know like with, you know, if you think about, and I know there was this article from someone in Italy who, I mean, that's a bigger problem, just people dying and not coming to get the body. This was different. Mm. Um, but yeah, everybody that is passing, whether it's from the virus or not, everything is on hold. Wow. Wow. Well, you know, I'm, I'm uh, sorry for uh, your loss. And I know that it's, uh, Thank you know, you. it's a, yeah, it's a challenging time. I'm, I'm grateful for, uh, for your share. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having that, us. Of course. Of course. We're going to listen. We're going to be here every night at six o'clock. It's funny. I set it up. I was just like, I don't know. You know, even if one person shows up, we'll have a great time, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> 
we'll talk about it. Um, so thank you so much. Uh, Carol, we are going to come back to you because we do want to see your dog. I saw that you brought the dog. We all want to meet the dog. I promise I'm going to come back to you. Um, I would love to talk to Liana. Liana, are you available? Liana? Hello? Maybe? Liana? No, Liana. Okay, great. Uh, Helen, hi. I see you. I know that you've had like a real... I know that you've had a real visceral reaction to some of the shares. I guess the one thing I can see up close, I can see everybody's faces and some people say things and people are like, oh my God, yeah, I feel that way. Um, so uh, Helen, what's coming up for you? Well, I was here, I was on this call yesterday and thank you again for having this, this opportunity. Um, today I went out, I, hadn't, I had not been out in the last three days and today I decided to go out and I'm glad that I did. I went grocery shopping and running errands um, and just having that human interaction with others. Um, I was at Trader Joe's and the line was around the block. It was like two and a half blocks around the, from oh, the store. God, wow. Yeah. And so, um, and then everybody was keeping their distance, like the six, the six feet. So yeah. that was interesting um, to see, to, to be in that, in that kind of space. Um, other than that, uh, and it was chilly. I thought it was going to be in the 70s and <laughs> right. it's in the 50s. Yeah. Um, other than that, I'm glad that I went out. And so that kind of like broke that cycle of, of being isolated for, you know, having cabin fever for three yeah. days in a row. So that must have um, felt good, huh? Yeah. It felt good. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's great. Yeah. I, I got out today for the first time in a long, a long time, but that was because, um, so uh, we have a Prius and apparently... Um, uh, I went out to start my car to move it on Monday and uh, it, uh, it wasn't starting and they towed it to Pep Boys and the Pep Boys said that we had been burglarized and that there's a, there's oh a part on, on every Prius, there's a part called the catalytic converter that's underneath the Prius and it's super like valuable and so people just steal them. And it makes I had the, mine stolen when I had a Prius. You had your catalytic converter stolen? So crazy, yeah. thank you. See, see, thank you. I feel seen. I feel seen. Yeah. So anyway, so special so, thing to attach to it that when people try it, I have it, I got it. When they you have to share the link, you have to share yeah, the link. I'm it, gonna it, need like, that. There's an alarm. I think I'm gonna. I was gonna just sell the car. Uh, um. So so anyway, so I had to go to Pep Boys to pick it up to pick up the car, and then I had to park it in a garage. It's been a whole crazy thing to take care of this. Um. But I gotta tell you, mm. I'm so grateful for the for the excuse to go outside and like feel the sun on my skin. Cause as we're talking about touch, just the touch of nature, just the touch of sunshine, just the touch of fresh air is just so, I mean, we're built for it. We need it, you know? So, so that's great that you've had that. Remind me where you are, Helen. I'm in New York city, upper West side. Upper West side. Yeah. How, what's the upper West side look like these days? Um, well, I haven't been out for three days, so it's like, Life as usual, basically, people, especially going shopping and going to the pharmacy, the Dwayne Reeds and yeah. that kind of thing, to the bank. Um, other than that, I, I mean, I, I was in a small footprint in, in my neighborhood, so I didn't really venture out. Yeah. Um, everything's close to me. Um, so it was just, the, just doing business and then coming back home. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, but everything's fine. Great. Well, thank, yeah. thank God you're here. So happy to see you. Um, thank you. Catherine, how you doing? It's good to see your face again, Catherine. Hi, I'm doing well. Okay, for the most part. Okay. Um, what What's the difference between well and okay right now? 
Um, well, in that I am healthy and I am fortunate that I have work still and that I'm now back in my actual house. I was house sitting for friends the last couple of days. Wow. So it's nice to be back where I have like activities and things to keep me um, busy. Yeah. Um, okay. And that um, I have two partners and they live together and I don't live with them. And so that like missing the, the touch and physically being able to like be there with them has been really hard. Can so you, can I had that first kind of wave and hit today. So Okay. So what was, so, so a couple things just to clarify, when you say you have two partners, maybe you could just, what, they, and then yeah, they so, live together. So Yeah. So yes. I'm in a throuple. Um, the, they are engaged and live together across town. I'm in Portland, Oregon. Um, and they're about a 30 minute drive or so from here. Portland, and, Oregon, right. We talked about virtuous pie. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they, they live together. Um, and they have, um, he has a son, um, that he has split custody of and his son unfortunately has, um, always had respiratory and heart issues. Oh, wow. And so like, I physically can't, like, they just don't want to, they can't risk it. And I understand that. And so, um, I'm not sure when I'm going to see them next. And that all hit me today. How long <laughs> so have I had you, a good cry. Yeah. How long have you been in a throuple? How long have the three of you been together? Yeah, we've been together for a year and a half. Wow. Okay. And so and his what, son is young. So his son his son knows who I am but doesn't know the the context. His son's only eight. Right. And we don't wanna bring that complexity into to his life, especially at this time. Yeah, you know, in our town hall in New York and, and in many of them that I've hosted around the world, people have shared stories of being in, in, you know, polyamorous or open relationships of different configurations. And when they talk about having kids, it's always interesting. One person I remember told the story and they were just like, you know, we explained it to our kids once and we just said, like, you have friends that sometimes sleep over, like we have friends that sleep over too. Um, so, uh, so, but what hit you today when you're saying it hit you? What hit you and how yeah. did you feel? And, and yeah, talk to us about that. Yeah, so um, for the most part, we communicate just through like a shared text. Um, it's hard to, for some, for us to be able to like get on a phone call and, and do like a, a three-way call, for example, because like we're talking over each other. And, and so um, I did go to the store today to grab a couple things and I, I offered to pick them up some stuff just because I'm across town just to see what we had. Um, and so it was the first time I had actually in the last like week and a half spoke to them over the phone, uh, both of them collectively. And as soon as I got done with the call in the middle of the aisle, I just started crying. <laughs> mm. I, I just hadn't heard their voices. And, um, and I think since I live alone and I've, I've been uh, work from home for the last two weeks, um, it was like the first, minus this, like the first interaction that I've had with um, people that are really are talking about this and talking about what's going on. And, and so it, was, it just was very overwhelming and it didn't help that I was at the grocery store. Then it, they weren't playing any music and people were like uh, Helen had mentioned keeping their distancing. Um, but all of us like in a slight panic. Um, mm. So it was just a very odd situation and adding in the, the layer of relationship and not being able to touch or even hear from them as much as I want to. Mm. Um, it was just, it was just a lot at once. Yeah. Wow. Well, well, I'm so grateful that you're here and that you share that with us. I know that that probably brings up a lot for a lot of us. I think that um, um, there's probably going to be a lot of moments of, uh, of 
of sadness through this, you know, and then, and then moments of joy where we get to connect and reconnect and find each other. So, um, you know, I'm really grateful that you're here and that you keep coming back. Um, and thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Of course. Of course. Yeah. We're here every night, 6 PM. Here we go. Let's all gather and share with your friends. Let them know that we're going to be hanging out here. Uh, I think that it's good to get, you know, uh, a group of people here from all over the place. It's interesting to hear stories, you know, uh, from, from people, you know, from coast to coast and, and, and around the world. Um, uh, thank you so much for sharing, Catherine. Uh, Anne, can we talk, Anne? Because like, I mean, you just, you just have this smile and you're so happy right now and you've got the hat on. So, Anne. Yeah, my video worked. And so my roommate saw the video worked and she <laughs> didn't want to be in the background. I don't think she's making some margaritas for a Zoom party coming up. Okay. All right. Good. Well, it's great. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad the video is working. Uh, it's good to see your face. Um, uh, um, Venice, Venice, can we chat for a second? Yes. How are you? I'm better today. You're better today. Okay. All yeah. Right. I'm not so panicked. What, what, how are you feeling today? Tell us about today. What happened? I just ignored the news. Oh yeah. You're the entire day. I haven't watched anything. You're a teacher, right? Yes. All right. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. You just ignored the news. All right. So, yeah, totally. so was that a conscious decision? Yes. All right. So too tell many updates too much. I just decided to take a break today and I feel much better. Yeah. That's probably a healthy decision. Anybody else make a conscious effort to just possibly avoid the news cycle? Uh, anybody else there? I have. Okay, good. I'm seeing you. That's, that's, a, that's a, probably a healthy decision. You know, there's really not a lot of news that I think we're going to get right now that's going to change like the, the short list of things we have to do, which is like wash your hands. Please don't touch your face. Can you, can you believe how often you touch your face, by the way? Um, I've done it several times sitting here. <laughs> I am just shocked beyond how often I touch my face. Um, okay, so so don't touch your face, right? Right. Uh, get groceries. Stay home. Don't get within six feet of anybody if you're sick. You know, pray. Um, I, I mean, I mean, that's just like that's been it, right? So the news really doesn't have much more. Well, they do have numbers, like lots and lots of numbers. Right. That we can't even possibly conceive. Yeah, you know, we can't even conceptualize. They're like four thousand sick, three hundred. It's just like I don't know. That feels like a lot, right? Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. I'm glad that you avoided the news. I think that's probably a strong, uh, strong uh, insight. I think that like Helen, Helen is Helen likes that a lot. She's really digging that piece of advice. <laughs> um, so thank you, thank you so much for sharing. It's good to see you back here again, yeah. uh, Shelby. Shelby, I see you've closed the door. You're ready. You've got some privacy. You're you're still muted, so let me help you. Hi, Shelby. Hi. Hi. Where are you? I am in Seattle, Washington. You're in Seattle, Washington. Okay, so Shelby, what's up? How's Seattle? How you feeling? Not good. I mean, I feel like yesterday it kind of caught up to me. Um, I'm in grad school, so I've been doing a lot of work and have been like really absorbed in that. And then my quarter ended. <laughs> it just like, yeah, I was just like on my living room floor crying. Um, but then today I was going to see like my partner and um, we like, like have, like he has other partners and I see other people, but like I've been looking forward to seeing him. And then he was like, I would like to put boundaries on like physical intimacy um, in this moment. So it's just been a weird day where I'm like, I feel like I've been really intense or like 
talking about it too much or stressing about it too much or something. And um, I keep like feeling just crazy. Like, like I'm like, is this happening? Like it just feels so surreal. Um, so it was really lovely to like see all your faces and uh, <laughs> the space. But yeah. So Shelby, who do you live with? I live with my roommate, Michaela. Right. And and I noticed you closed the door. We're trying not to disturb Michaela. <laughs> so um so how is that relationship? What's what how how is it having a roommate in this time, you know, where we're supposed to be keeping a distance and yeah, it's good. I think we're kind of on the same page of like taking it really seriously. And and like even today when all this happened, like I just went to the <laughs> kitchen and cried. And she was like, oh, hugs, like ice cream. Like mm. it's been great to have her. Um, but it's like, it's just us, you know? Um, and even that can be like, taxing. And I, I don't want to like, yeah, just like I feel so disconnected from everyone and I don't know how everyone is dealing with it. Um, and like my family back home in Georgia doesn't seem to be taking it that seriously. And it, it's, it's weird to be like, I don't want to stress you out more. I don't want to talk about this if you want to talk about it, but I kind of want to talk about it now. Like just, it's, yeah, it's been, it's overwhelming. Yeah. Anybody else here having family that's just not taking it as seriously as they would like them to take it? Anybody else experiencing that? Catherine, Helen, Zynga, all of us, right? I mean, yeah, I feel that um, it's challenging. So how are you, how are you navigating the feeling of responsibility for your family? Oh, I have no idea. I just like keep, yeah, I feel like I, I swing back and forth. And I think a lot of people or friends have expressed this to me of feeling like half the time you feel like you're not paying enough attention or you're not doing enough. And then the other half of the time you're like, I'm paying too much attention. I do too much. Um, and so I just keep like, checking it with my mom and like my people who are back home to kind of reiterate what life is like for me today and mm -hmm. how worried I am. Um, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's for the most part, I think that they're, it's also interesting because they're like home, like they're in, in rural Georgia, like at home with all the dogs and their lives haven't changed quite as much, I think. So I also just feel like I'm being, yeah, I don't, they're like, Shelby's being really intense and, and upset about this. Um, and so that's difficult. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's a good thing you have Michaela. You have some company. Yeah. Um, I think that the, the partner who wants to take some physical space right now is probably doing you a favor. Uh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not here to give you advice, but that's sort of no, like... He the government, the government people. is saying that that's a good idea, and so is every medical right. expert in, uh, on planet Earth right now. So oh, it's not a bad time and to take a little space. You know what I mean? Now's the time. Now's the time to take space. That's that's <laughs> what, you know. If it's not working, now is the time to say, why don't we take a minute? Maybe we'll yeah. think about it. We'll check in in a few months when we're not all contagious. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's also a very... Whoa, Car Caroline coming in hot from L.A. <laughs> Caroline. It's also, it's also like forcing monogamy for a lot of people who... Yeah. Yeah, well, that's yeah, an interesting me. perspective. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, it's a pathogen with a uh, relational agenda. Uh, it's, trying to, it's trying to just turn us into more of a, more of a monogonormative society. Uh, that's what's going on here. Um, Shelby, I'm so grateful that you shared and that you're here and know that we're here. I mean, we're going to be here every, every night at 6 p.m. and you should keep tuning in and, and uh, 
you know, you, your energy is wonderful. So thank God you're here. Um, Arthur, are you there? Hi. What up, Arthur? Arthur, where are you in the world? Uh, I'm in Los Angeles as well. Okay, great. How does it feel? How does it feel in LA? Um, it feels good. Um, yeah. I think I'm a responsible human. And so before the government mandated stay at home, like, I don't think it's changed, at least for me, because I was already doing it. And I was surprised. I was like, I thought we were all doing it. Right. Um, yeah. But I mean, <clears throat> I, uh, I work in hospitality and basically my whole network, hundreds of people, thousands of people that I know, you know, overnight their life is turned upside down and they don't have a job. And so there is a lot of fear and what's going to happen. Um, so we'll see. Um, what do you do? Um, I'm a restaurant consultant. Um, and historically, just for the last 15 years, I've been running restaurants and nightclubs in Los Angeles um, to kind of a step back. And then uh, I, I made a choice this past year to get back into it. And so I'm living with those decisions right now. Yeah. And, and uh, do you live with friends? Do you live with a partner? Do you live uh, with I do have a roommate who's <laughs> currently slowly but surely losing her mind, but it's all very comical and uh, we're doing okay. And what's your relationship like with the roommate? Um, we're really great. We're really, really great. Okay. Um, her boyfriend was here as this was all happening, and he just flew back a couple of days ago because he thought he maybe wouldn't be able to get back home. He lives in London. Oh, wow. And so yeah. it's been nice to be there for her in the separation. And, you know, it feels uneasy for everybody. And when that, like, safety structure for her, was lifted it was uh it was a good opportunity to be in contribution and right. uh, you know at least for me that's where i know that i thrive and i'm there for other people and so where's yeah. your where's your family uh they're in los angeles as well okay. choosing not to see my parents at the moment yeah uh, they're doing okay and they're hunkered hunkered down and mm. i've got a sister and nephew's brother-in-law down here too oh good uh, everyone seems to be doing okay and so what is your go-to food right now, Arthur? Um, I just ate some edamame noodles nice. that are high in protein and fat and low in carbohydrates. You know, I'm thinking that somebody, somebody needs to put together like a non-perishable cookbook <laughs> where it's just like, I have this great new recipe. It's string peas and ketchup and quinoa. <laughs> and you're going to love it. It's delicious. Um, well, I'm glad you're Literally here. Literally what I'm doing right now. It's, it's, it's all vegan, but that's the, my new job assignment. So. Oh, there we go. Right. She's the, the, the vegan expert. So, uh, so thank you so much for sharing, Arthur. I really, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, thanks for these calls. Rose, Rose, are you there? Hello, Rose. Rose is uh, Rose is not there. Great. Okay. Um, uh, Natalia, are you there? Calling on Natalia. And okay, great. Um, well, is there is is there you know before we close the space, let me ask: Is there anybody that feels here. like they want to share? Oh, who who is that? Is that Natalia? Natalia. Yeah. How are you? It's so good to see you. you know, Natalia, just for context for those of you that are here, um, you know, we did this the first time the other night. Natalia was there and she spoke at the end and she said, I would really like you to do this more. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, on the, uh, uh, at the request of Natalia, we decided to start doing it every day. 
Um, so Natalia, how are you feeling today? Um, thank you so, so, so much for hearing me out and for doing this every day. As yeah. you can see, I have been showing up every day. Every day. <laughs> so I really <laughs> How are you and, feeling? I know that you were starting to, you felt like you were starting to develop symptoms, right? You weren't feeling well. You weren't sure what it was. How are you feeling today? Yeah, yeah, I'm not feeling great. I probably, you probably can hear it in my voice. I'm, uh, I'm feeling a little stuffed. Uh, that's why I'm not showing um, myself. I, I just don't feel comfortable showing <laughs> myself right now. I look yeah. like, uh, you know, probably how I feel. and. Um, but trying not to panic. I'm, I don't have a fever. Um, I'm hoping that this is just a, I don't know, like just a flu or a cold or something like that. And doing all the the natural potions and remedies that, that I can, you know, get my hands on. And, and that's that, you know, trying to keep my, uh, my hopes high. I just had a, an interesting uh, text exchange with my roommate who is not here. She's at her um, ex-husband's in the city in, in, in Manhattan. I'm in Bushwick, Brooklyn. And she was asking me how I felt and what are the symptoms. <laughs> and the last text from her was like, well, I wanted to come back home uh, for the weekend, but it it looks like you might have the corona, so I'm gonna stay here. <laughs> wow! <laughs> it was like, okay, all right. How and did I that feel? You know, um, at first I was like, oh wow, that's like, that's to not not a great thing to say. Um, at the same time, you know, she's. She's younger and she's, uh, she doesn't, you know, she means well. She's probably getting all this advice from uh, her ex-husband who probably wants to keep her around. And so I'm trying to feel like compassion around the whole thing and, and not to take it personal. You know what I mean? And, and also it's a very new uh, roommate. Um, she moved in uh, March 1st. So... Uh, we really like each other, but we don't have the, you know, the, the, the time in our, in our relationship yet, you know? So, mm -hmm. but it was like, <laughs> like yeah. it wasn't great. Like to, to be honest, it, was, it wasn't great, you know, to hear like, Oh, it looks like you might have the Corona. Yeah. We've had friends, you know, we've had some friends that have shared that, um, that uh, a couple of friends that have been in groups and like they started not feeling well and sort of trying to figure out the best way to message like how they're feeling because they don't want to be considered pariahs. They don't want to be asked to leave. And, and so there's this, you know, we're in a weird space right now for sure. Um, and, uh, you know, we have had other people in the space share about having similar feelings like how you're feeling now and, and, and how do we navigate this when like, we feel unwell or other people think we might be unwell. Um, so I'm really grateful that you're here and you're, you're sharing your journey with us and, and I hope you'll continue to share your journey with us. Thank you so um, much for yeah, doing it. Of course, of course. Um, uh, it looks like Ross is hanging out with us for a minute. I don't know if he's connected yet. Um, you know, Wendy, how are you? 
We haven't we haven't chatted. I know we chatted a bit yesterday. I can unmute you. There we go. There we go. I'm actually doing a lot better today. Yeah. Um, I went on a walk. I, I decided to go down to the um, Golden Gardens, mm -hmm. which is the. Remind beach. me where you are, Wendy. I'm in Seattle. So oh, you're in Seattle, right, right, right. Okay. Um, and I was, I was really surprised because it, it's usually a hopping beach, um, or a Seattle beach, um, but it was it. It was really interesting how pe people kind of isolated themselves into familial units. So it was a lot of uh, parents with kids that are just trying to keep their kids um, uh, sane, I mm -hmm. guess. Um, but people really did keep their distance, and it was it was very quiet. But to be on the beach. How are you feeling? Have you been dealing with any feelings of loneliness, anxiety, panic? Uh, um, I'm feeling a little, but what I, I, I took some of your advice yesterday and just kind of set a, a regular date with, um, Facebook, with some of my people on Facebook to, um, so what I did today was I, I recorded my walk down to the beach mm -hmm. and then someone chimed in that they said that they, while I was walking, they took a walk in the, in uh, another area, and that felt uh, felt really good. The weird thing right now is um, I have a roommate. Uh, we're just kind of economic roommates. Um, she I, she has the downstairs. I have the upstairs, and I haven't heard her at all. Um, she works for a um, memory care facility and she was thinking that maybe she would be quarantined in place at her facility um and i'm suspecting that might have might have happened in the last couple of days mm. so that's that's kind of scary yeah have you messaged her at all or called her or uh not yet we don't have that kind of we, we kind we're, we're kind of like cats living together um, you have her information, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, we have our information, and might be a good um, time to check in. Yeah, I'll, I'll check in with her you and know? see what she's doing. I think that right now, you know, we're we are at an interesting moment where, you know, I feel like it's funny, you know, we we permission, social permission to connect is yeah. something that everybody has a very different relationship with. You know, some people like it when a stranger smiles to them on the subway and says hello. And some people cling to their purse and yeah. they're like, please don't talk to me, right? Um, some people like it when somebody gives them a hug and some people are like, it's cool, we can fist bump. Um, so we all have different relationships to it. But right now, I think right now, those the rules of engagement are a little different. Yeah. That, in that, in that, there are people you know and that like you feel more comfortable texting or calling or definitely mm -hmm. FaceTiming. FaceTiming is like the most intimate of like of of connective expressions, digital connective expressions. Yeah. But but I think there are people that you're connected with on Facebook, people that you may have worked with in the past that you know, you may not know them well, but one thing you know about them right now, one thing we know about everybody right now is that they're having like a personal crisis. Yeah. 
and they are disconnected from their community in some sense. They can't go mm-hmm. outside. They don't see the people in the cafe that they normally go to. They don't, they're not on the sidewalk with the people who are walking their dogs. They're, they're experiencing some level of disengagement and disconnection like all of us are. And so the permission to reach out, the permission to reach out is different because it's, we're hungry now. We're hungry and we need to know that we're not alone, right? And I say this all the time, like, you know, I wake up every day and I think to myself, how can I collect and create evidence that the world is safe and people are good? And right now we're in a space where we are longing for that. You know, uh, you know, Venice is talking about not looking at the news. It's because the news, if you watch it too much, will definitely convince you that the world is not safe and, and that many people may not be good right? They're still out partying. They're still doing this. They're still doing that. Blah, blah, blah. Right. But we have to like collect and create that evidence for ourselves right now in a really intentional way. And so, you know, even though you don't have that kind of like social buddy, buddy relationship with the roommate, I think right now would be a great time, you know, for, for them to hear from you. Yeah. You know, yeah I can't imagine how they would feel, you know, they would feel anything, but, but grateful if anybody reached out and said, Hey, are you okay? I'm thinking yeah. about you, you know? Yeah. So I, you know, and that's yeah, been, I, you know, yeah. yeah. So, that would be great. Yeah. So you can tell us how that goes tomorrow when we see yeah. it. Cause I know I'm going to see you, Wendy. I can see Yeah. It. Yeah. This um, is great. Yeah. Well, thank God you're here. All right. So, so as we close this space, um, one thing that has come up over the last couple nights is um, I often share, uh, I often share my stuffed animal. Um, and I have a lot of them. If you've been here all three nights, you'll see this is a different one. This is King. He's a dinosaur. Does anybody else happen to have a stuffed animal? Anybody? Okay. See, Catherine's got one. Anne, Anne, where is your stuffed animal? We're going to go on a trip around Anne's house now. Okay. That's great. That's great. A little puppet is perfect, right? One's in the other room. Oh my God. See, Arthur's got, Arthur's got Arthur. Um, that's amazing. That's uh, that's beautiful. See, everybody's got their animal exactly right. So we've got our we've got our creatures. Uh, if you guys look, you'll see there's somebody with us. There's a dog in the frame. Uh, that's actually my mom, uh, and that's her dog Sunshine. Uh, so uh, so she's been with us this whole time. Oh my God, Helen, who is that? That that is wow, so cute. I just need to know the name of that stuffed animal, Helen. Scruffy. Scruffy, delicious, wonderful. Okay. Uh, so, so, so grateful, you know, that, that we can all be here and have, you know, one moment of levity where we get to show that like we still get to be kids. Um, but, you know, the, the, the thing that I'll say here uh, that I think is really most important in this moment is not just connection, but continuity of connection. And I think this is what Wendy was referencing earlier in the, you know, reaching out to people is that like, we are going to be here at six o'clock every night. Um, you know, some nights you'll tune in, some nights you won't. Um, but we're going to be here, and we want to create a space where we can see each other's faces, and we can see other strangers and people who where we don't know, and see them in different parts of the country and the world, and know that people are safe, and uh, that that people are good, and the world is safe, and that we're going to get through this. Um, and similarly, in our own lives, we have to create that continuity of connection with our friends and our family. So like one thing I would say is like, you know, Shelby, Shelby, you're talking about like your parents, or your family's a little thinks you're a little, you know, freaked out by this and maybe you're overreacting. One thing I would say is like, 
regardless of what it is you were talking about, like just making a date to chat with our families once a day and knowing like, guys, we're going to have a two o'clock phone call. You know what I mean? Like I've set that up with my friends now. There's a one o'clock FaceTime. Uh, some days we have higher subscription than others. You know, 10 people can be on the call. Sometimes it's two. Today I made the call and nobody showed up. But, uh, but then they all called back later. So that was great. You know, I guess one o'clock just didn't work collectively for anybody. But um, the point is that it's there. And we have to start, we have to very intentionally create some continuity of connection in our lives right now um, uh, so that we can, we can sustain our emotional and physical well-being. Um, with that, um, we have been recording this, as I shared with uh, Caroline. Um, I think that people have asked, they want to know what we're talking about. I think that there have been a lot of really interesting shares and, and a lot of perspectives here that I think are going to be helpful for other people to hear and, and, and voices that I think would be helpful for people to hear. Um, and so we haven't shared an episode of our podcast since last May. Uh, I've been on a hiatus working on my book, which is called The Magic of Tiny Moments. I'm very excited about um, but, um, um, it felt like an appropriate time to come back and, and we're coming back in this capacity. So we may be sharing these every day, um, you know, and, and sharing out on our podcast, the, the conversations and the stories that are coming up, um, would really appreciate, uh, your support in letting family and friends and people that you know know that this space is available and that we're here to listen and share and and just hang out you know there's the the format is really like i don't know i'm just like talking to people from around the world and it's it's really wild um you know like i said the world is safe and people are good and you, you guys have all proved that to me today and I, I hope that you've gotten some proof of that yourselves um are there any questions before we close the space and go back uh, into our lives? Anybody, any questions? I have a question. Who's mama? Oh, that's my mom. Your mom, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's my mom. I say hi, mom. Yeah, that's my mom. <laughs> yeah, that's my mom. Um, that's my mom. And Jared, I, I had a question. Um, you're just record, it's just the recordings that you're recording, not, our, not, not just audio, I'm saying. So that's actually a really good question. Um, the only thing I'm concerned with is the audio. I'm not really concerned with the video. I'll probably the audio will most likely go onto our podcast. I don't know how I don't know how Zoom works. So I think there may be a video recording, but that's not something that like we're concerned with. I think it's just the good. audio. Yeah, people good. just want to hear the stories. And I got to tell you, yeah. Venice, Venice, the way you have lit yourself. Um, <laughs> I know you can't see me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you, 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 nobody's gonna know who. I'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's gonna know who you are. Um, okay. And if they could, they know you very well. Uh, yeah. Very well. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. So you'll be good. Are there any any other questions? Anne, did you have a question? Yeah. yeah. So I've only seen you once before. I saw you at Yeah Field Trip. Oh wow! Where? Which one? Marfa. Oh, that was such a good one, right? Yeah, it was so good. And it was so intentional. And not that this wasn't intentional, yeah. but is this going to kind of be the vibe or is it going to be more like that where it was kind of guided and so, deeper? Yeah. So it's interesting. You know, I think that it's, this is really such an experiment, you know, and the, the container is very different. Everybody's in their homes. As you can see, like people come in, they go out, people are on mute. You ask people a question and they literally don't respond. Like, it's like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And like, and, and also, you know, in Marfa and the other town halls that we would do, you know, 
many of the town halls that I hosted in person, both in New York and in Texas and all over the world, always had like a very particular theme, whether they were on human connection, I've done them on gender, I've done them on sexuality, I've done them on, on mental health and wellness, right? Um, this is really like a moment where we're in our homes, we're not seeing people's faces. And I think I felt very called to just create a space where we could start seeing other people's faces and hearing their stories tonight. I mean, like, wow. I mean, we really got tonight. We got, you know, we got the couple that's you know, in LA trying to explore their new sexual relationship and she's more of a monogamist. And I don't even know if you were here for this part, but it was pretty, it was pretty good. You know, uh, you know, we're, 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 you know, we've got Shelby trying to get her family in Georgia to just get it, that this is a real thing. And Leslie's going to go on a with her friend and they're gonna have to stay six feet apart and they're gonna have a dramatic moment I mean we're we had a lot of shares tonight we don't you know you know Wendy's got her her roommate that she hasn't spoken to or seen and she doesn't know if she's okay I think this is real life and uh, and people are sharing and we're learning and I think that in terms of the space like our first night you know I sent an email blast to our email and two hours later we had 50 people here right so I'm probably not gonna keep hitting our email list um, so, you know, I think that last night we had 25, tonight we hovered around like between like 15 and 18, you know, I think that as the word spreads around this, we could get, it could be, there could be 500 people here, you know, I don't know what that's going to feel like. What I know is I want to create a space where people know that at 6 PM, you know, I, I don't remember who said it. I think it was and maybe Helen or Catherine that like, this is the space that like they've been able to go and see other people's faces. And so I just, the vision for this is, okay, let's create that space. I do not know how many people are going to show up. I don't plan on capping it. I don't know how often people are going to come. I don't know what people are going to share. I just know that I'm sitting here in my pajamas with a whole team of stuffed animals and I give a shit. And so I think that it's nice to be able to sit and look at people and talk to them because I need to believe that the world is safe and people are good. And I know you do too. And we have to, we have to see each other and feel each other and feel some sense of touch. Um, and this is it. So I think that, you know, I don't know, but that Marfa, Marfa town hall was pretty sick. That was a good one. I was there too. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. That was an amazing time. That was, that was certainly an amazing time. So I appreciate the question and we'll see what happens. Are there any other uh, questions? No? All right, great. So, um, so I, I just want to say thank you so much. I'm so grateful for all of you. Uh, if you could, uh, like I said, please like let your friends and family know that the space is available. Um, we'll be here at 6 p.m. every night. And uh, um, again, like after we hang up here, I just encourage you, make a FaceTime call to somebody just somebody, just make the call and, and try to get that, that contact. It's, you have no idea how many lives you can change, including your own, by just putting yourself out there and, and seeing somebody face to face. Thank you so, 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 so much. Um, by the way, just so we know, Carol uh, in uh, San Francisco sent me a private message saying she'll be back on in a couple of days so that we can meet the dog. But she had to run for a conference call. Um, okay. I'll see you all, uh, tomorrow night at 6 PM. Uh, Oh, Oh, and then one, Oh, last thing. This is how, because we can't touch each other. I was talking to a friend the other day. We can't fist bump. We can't do anything, but what we can do is we could just give ourselves a hug. And then if we all do it at the same time, then it sort of feels like we're all doing it together. So that's it. So that's how we sign off here. Thank you guys so much.
here we go.